Hey guys, it's Antiquated Ideas again. Um, as you guys should know by now, uh, I'm a pretty big supporter of free speech, um, considering that a lot of what I say is controversial or edgy or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But um, specifically something I want to talk about uh, that has been talked about numerous times, hundreds of times, really, um, is cancel culture and how cancel culture relates to free speech. So, you know, it might not be something new that, that I'm bringing to the table here, but it is something that, you know, it's been on my mind and I wanted to just go ahead and, and discuss it a little bit. And that's really how cancel culture is effectively canceling out free speech, you know, and, what I want to say right off the bat is that in the long run, cancel culture for the people that are doing the canceling is inevitably going to backfire on them. Because while right now they might be the people that are sitting on their high horse and telling people to apologize and canceling them and demeaning them and, and I mean, they attack people's character. They, you know, uh, uh, you've seen it with Antifa a hundred times where what they'll do is they'll end up doxing people. They'll, they'll effectively try and ruin their entire life over somebody's fucking opinion, um, which really is the root of the problem. But, but what I mean here and how it's going to inevitably backfire on them is that while they are the people sitting on their high horse right now, that's not going to be forever. You know, there's always going to be people who are going to take it one step further. And so while your opinion of canceling somebody is, um, okay, well, you can't call somebody a faggot. All right. Uh, if that's your opinion, you know, then there's somebody that's, that's going to say, um, well, now you can't call somebody gay. That's a slur. Um, then there's going to be somebody who says, well, you can't say retard. And then somebody who says you, you can't say idiot. And then there's going to be people who say that you can't say something negative at all whatsoever. So the people who are doing the canceling, will inevitably get canceled at some point by this culture that they've created. And that's why it is cancel culture, because it's it's established a whole culture of people that I you know, I don't know if if what they get out of it is some sense of ego or, or pride or or if it's just, you know, these are the type of people that in high school they were the ones getting bullied, so now they feel that they have to go and bully other people based on their moral high horse, you know, um, because a lot of times I, I see that that these opinions come out of people that were were bullied or not even bullied, but, you know, possibly even just offended by other people who, who don't care as much, and so then they start to care. They, they create this over sensitivity to pretty much anything, anything that doesn't fit within their realm of, you know, perfectly created, uh, perfectly sensitive opinions. And it's, it's not a question of being empathetic or sympathetic or anything like that, because a lot of times what they're canceling are people that say something in jest. And comedy is a, a complicated topic. It's a very interesting one. But in comedy, you know, a lot of things can be excused. Because, well, really, 
you're not saying it with with the true intention of of harming somebody else, of demeaning somebody else. Yet it seems like these people, you know, that that do this this canceling, they are incapable of understanding that they're not really even trying to see that while there might be another opinion outside of their own, there might be another circumstance outside of the one that they're seeing, another perspective, because all that they're seeing is, well, you said something that's offensive to me, therefore you should be canceled. When in reality, there are so much, so many more um, circumstances in which people say things, you know, think about even when you get angry, you know, and you might say to somebody, oh, I hate you, you know, it doesn't mean you actually mean that. People say a lot of things when they're angry. People say a lot of things when they're trying to be funny, too. So it doesn't mean that somebody has the opinion of what they're saying. You know, humans are funny that way, that we can say things that that we don't outright mean. It doesn't always justify us saying something. I'm not saying that. But more so that we sometimes say complicated things. And you can't always take that at face value. I mean, comedy is the great example here, because if you're telling a gay joke, or you're, you, you know, you're telling a race joke, or whatever, yeah, sure, that might be a little bit edgy. But you know what, a lot of people find that funny. I'm sure that there are a lot of gay people out there who find gay jokes funny. I mean, shit, I hear gay people make gay jokes to themselves. So why is it acceptable that gay people can make gay jokes to themselves, but if somebody who doesn't have anything wrong with gay people makes a gay joke, well, all of a sudden, you've got a fucking problem. I don't see how how that should work, how that's correct in any sort of way. But that's what I'm getting at, is that it's it's not correct. You know, these people striving for political correctness are the ones themselves sort of creating this, this culture of incorrectness. Because when you look at it from the human perspective, the, these are the people being incorrect. No, the people that say things that might be edgy or they might be a little bit mean or whatever... Those people have nothing wrong with them because that's just being human. People say things. But the people who strive to, to make this like absolute perfect safe space, you know, where where nobody should ever offend anyone, first of all, they're being incredibly unrealistic, but second of all, they're the ones that are being incorrect. And, you know, that's obviously we all know this, but it's something that we hope these people learn. You know, it's something that we hope these people grow up and realize. But what I want to talk about and how it affects free speech is the fact that once you start giving into these things, let's take um, YouTubers as an example, right? Because YouTubers are usually just a regular person that's that's trying to make their way through entertainment. And so they end up becoming a personality or an influencer, as you'd want to call them now. Um, and through that, you know, people people listen to what they say. They look at what they say and... Usually everyone's fine with it, but because you're, you know, you're more or less being monitored all the time, whether it's by your own accord or, or, you know, other people, um, you're bound to say something that's going to upset somebody. And that's not really a big deal, or at least it shouldn't be. But the problem comes from when 
you know, let's say uh, you call somebody an idiot uh, on your stream, okay? And, well, one person has an issue with this. And so that one person, you know, decides to call you out on Twitter and then they get backed by a couple of other people. And it's not going to be that many. It's not going to ruin your life if you if you disagree with them. You don't have to pander to them. But what happens is that people do pander to them. And that's unfortunate because now you're you're giving in to them and they're going to expect more and more from you where you've effectively just 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 lost all your sense of individuality. You've lost your sense of dignity because you're you're selling out to these people. You're selling out your own personal opinions, your own personality, your own individuality for people that are going to try and control your life because they have nothing better to do. And that's where free speech dies because the more that you give in to these people, the more that they're going to demand from you to the point where they're not going to want you to say anything. And it's sad, but it's true, because that's the point that it's going to come to before people say, oh, you know, I think that's enough. Where we're going to get to this, you know, fucking double think, uh, 1984, you know, you better watch what you say type deal, um, because you're going to get canceled, and somebody's going to dox you, and you're going to get fired, and then you're not going to be able to do fucking anything ever again, which is so fucked up. And if anything, the most telling aspect of that is that it has to do with our reliance on social media you know that that if you get a few dissenters i guess on social media telling you that you shouldn't say that and blah 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 um even though you know they're going to word it much more harshly than that well that shows your own reliance on social media and other people's reliance on it because if they're willing to go off of the opinion of some random person on the internet, you know, and not even the majority of people's opinions, but just just a few, then you're proving how much influence social media holds over your life, especially when it gets to the point that not only are you going to lose your job, and you know, from a company's perspective, I understand it, and I don't agree with it, but I do understand why it's it's like burn control. You know, they're they're trying to Ax out the people who are potentially damaging to to the corporation or to the company or you know just to to the view of that company, whatever um, it might be. You know, uh, here's an interesting one: um, is that fucking Virgin Fest concert, right, with Negative XP and a couple of the other ones that I don't know because I don't listen to fucking Incel Core. Um, even though some of the music could be good, don't get me wrong. Uh, and I do like negative XP. I mean, I love punk, and it's nice to see people um, creating punk that isn't incredibly liberal and leftist all the time. You know, punk, punk. First of all, I gotta go on this just real quickly. I've gotta say that punk. You know, the attitude of punk is that you say what you want to say, and you're not going to be forgiving to other people. You know, you're, you're, you're standing up for yourself. You're standing up for other people. You don't give a fuck anymore. You're going to say what you want to say because you don't care anymore. It's, it's that do-it-yourself mentality, you know, where you're empowering yourself by doing that. You know, you're the one standing up and saying, well, fuck you. I can say this if I want to. And 
it's nice to see right-wing opinions in punk because they're allowed to have those opinions too. They're allowed to to follow the that punk mentality, you know? It's not restricted and only available to to people with leftist ideals. You know, you you can be a right-wing punk and still think that that you know still still stand up for other people. So I you know, I just had to say that because punk is so filled with like leftist ideals to the point where anything right wing is going to be canceled in there too, in, in that, you know, microcosm of music, um, that is just ridiculous again. I mean, I, I don't have other words for it. Um, but yeah, so Virgin Fest. Okay. Um, it was going to be held, uh, someplace in Atlanta, I think. I don't know. It was in Georgia. I remember that. Um, but it was going to be held at this uh, tattoo shop, okay? And, well, what happened is our old friends at Antifa decided to get involved and said that, oh, well, these are actually white nationalists and they're trying to incite terrorism and riots and blah, 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 which obviously they weren't. But what they ended up doing was doxing the person who organized it and who was going to hold it at this tattoo parlor. Um, And, of course, that person got fired. Why? Because the company doesn't want to be associated with people that have white nationalist and supremacist ideas and they're radicals and extremists. And even if that's not the case, even if that's not what it was about, even if that's not what those people were doing, it's just, it's just the fact that people have already begun to associate it. They've already begun to say those things. So in their community, they don't want to be seen as supporting that. So they have to let go of the person that is seen as supporting that, even if they're not. And it's such a sad thing, you know, because you would think that that people should be able to, to talk about their own ideas and their own opinions. And it doesn't matter if somebody's opinion is offensive to yours because are you ever going to agree with somebody 100% of the time? No. That's that's an outright lie. That's that's living in a bubble to think that you're going to agree with somebody all the time. And that's what happens to these people is is that they think everyone should should agree with they should say things that are agreeable all the time because they are living in this bubble. They are living in a world that that they they don't understand. They literally cannot comprehend that somebody else might say something they disagree with and that's perfectly okay. So that's why they have these inflated reactions towards people because they've lost their control over everyone else. They don't know how to handle it. But Again, this relates to free speech because the more that people give into this, you know, whether it's individuals or corporations or or business, I mean, um, anything, you know, the more that they start letting go of people, they start pandering and and giving in. Um, You know, these people aren't going to take an inch. They're going to take a mile. They're going to take everything that they can. It's not a compromise. No, it's it's a free for all. They're going to grab every single fucking thing that they can take. They're going to go as far with it as possible. So just because you think that, that you know, your damage control is doing something, it's really not. In, inevitably, it's going to ruin you. Because what happens when another one of your employees says something that is severely less uh, offensive, but people are still throwing a fit over it? Well, you're going to have to let go of them. And you're going to have to keep letting go of people until the point where, wow, guess what? Nobody wants to work with you because... 
apparently you keep hiring people that, that support things that just aren't okay. And that's going to happen to everyone. You know, that's, that's like I was saying earlier, that's even going to happen to the people that do the canceling, where inevitably somebody far more radical is going to come along and say the same shit to them that they said to somebody else. That's where this free speech ends. It's because at, at some point, when everyone starts giving into this, then nobody's going to be able to say anything. And I know it's been kind of on the back burner, especially because we already know that it's an issue, but I feel like it's something that has to be brought up again. So by actively supporting something that you support, even if it offends somebody, I would I would go for it because that's your opinion. That's free speech. You have a right to, to think those things and to say those things. And you don't need to give in to other people because you know what? It's not going to ruin your life. In fact, I hope that for a lot of these people who, who get canceled and who think that their lives are ruined, that it ends up being a blessing in disguise. Because sometimes, you know, we, we need things like that to give us the freedom and the confidence in ourselves to push forward and say, yeah, you know what, I do think those things, and that's fine. Because now you're going to attract people that are like-minded and normal. You know, and I see it all the time with with, with um, social media, where I guarantee that if people just didn't give in to cancel culture, they'd be fine. You know, okay, whatever, you know, even if a hundred people unsubscribe from you because they're all angry. Okay, well, whatever. They can go be fucking angry in their corner and they can go cry about it. It's not going to affect the rest of the world. It's not going to affect other people. And most importantly, it shouldn't affect you either. Because, like I'm saying, if you let it affect you and you start giving into it, they're going to take everything that they can. So... If you're going to talk about damage control, the damage control should be ignoring these people. You know, you can refute them every now and then, but at some point you just can't argue with stupid. You just have to let it go and move on because these people are not worth your time. They're not worth your energy. And the more that you argue with them, the more they're going to sit on that high horse and they're going to do everything they can to ruin your life. So there's really no point to arguing with them, you know, let them live in their own fucking bubble, and eventually, they're gonna get what's coming to them, you know, that's, that's the way the world works, because the world is not a safe space, there's lots of people out there who, who will offend you, and further than that, there's a lot of people out there who want to hurt you, so, you can't just sit there and think that everywhere you go should be a safe space, and, Everything you do should should revolve around people and ideas that aren't going to offend you, that aren't going to upset you. Because you know what? If our ideas weren't challenged, there's no way that we would really know whether we believe in them. There's no way we would know whether they're worth supporting. You know, we need our ideas to be challenged. We need ourselves to be challenged so that we can move forward, you know, and we can either become stronger in our ideas or we can change them. And that's the, the wonderful thing about opinions and ideas is that they can change. Somebody might come along and make a point that you agree with and you say, hey, you know what, that's, that might be true. 
Or that might be right. Or maybe I agree with that. And that's fine. Because it makes you a stronger person overall. But for a lot of these people, you know, they've never had their ideals challenged. And they never will. Because when people come along to challenge them, then they're going to do everything that they can. Every petty little thing to attack you without actually defending their idea. And that's the funny thing you'll see is that these people never actually defend their ideas. They'll attack you personally and they'll attack your ideas. But if you pose them an intelligent question, they can't answer it. And that's because they don't know. They've never been challenged. They don't know how to defend their idea. They don't even know if it's worth defending. But they're not thinking about that. However, you are. And you become the stronger person out of it. You are reinforced in your ideas. So that's what I want you to get out of it is that, you know, it actually can make you a better person because sometimes you do need to be challenged. Sometimes you, you do need to, to go back and think about something critically and say, well, is it, should I actually be supporting this? Is it okay that I said that? But you also need to have the confidence in yourself to know when it is okay. And on top of that, you need to have the confidence in your ideas to, to, to continue saying them. Because if you don't and you keep giving in, you're letting free speech die. And we see it all across the world. How, there are so many countries already where you can be arrested for things that you say. And it's getting that way increasingly so here in the Western world. So I, I really want you guys to take that to heart. Um, and just remember that, you know, it's not always the, the worst thing. But you should believe in yourself and you should, conti you should continue to support free speech. Jesus, free speech, if I could even talk, I mean. Um, but yeah, you should continue to support free speech. You should continue doing your own thing because you know what? I bet there's somebody out there who wants to hear it. So anyway, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast. Um, as always, uh, you know, you can reach me on Instagram through the uh, hashtag antiquated ideas. I'd still love to hear your guys' suggestions as to um, what I should talk about. So see you later.